You're listening to episode 40 of the Creative Business Breakdown podcast. Welcome to the Creative Business Breakdown. We're your hosts, Rachel Rambach and Katie Cameron. We give you the 100% real behind the scenes scoop on being a business owner in a creative field. We're here to share our stories, let you in on the lessons we've learned, have some honest, no BS talks, and assure you that you are not alone on this often messy and sometimes difficult journey. So before we get into our topic for today, we just need to throw it out there that Mercury is in retrograde at the moment. And we are feeling it. And we are feeling it. And I think Literally everyone is feeling it. I mean, on top of that, we also had daylight savings time change this past week. Mm-hmm. And so those couple of things and then still fighting winter. We, sickness. Oh my gosh. It's just everything. We are feeling <laughs> it so hard over here. And I think that came across in episode 39 as well, but it's just kind of like continued that way. It's been... It's been riding that struggle bus. Yeah, it has. But we're persevering. We're moving forward. We've got a lot going on. We are. I think last time we talked about feeling overwhelmed. Yes. And having a lot going on and maybe not knowing exactly where to take action with some of that. And we walked you through some of like our steps for how we deal with overwhelm and kind of how we get out of those those places. And we took a couple really big steps over the past couple weeks. We did. So today we're getting into the specifics of some of the things that we felt overwhelmed by and the action that we are now taking to move forward. And what Katie was referencing is that we are in the process of hiring a new employee. Yeah, we are looking to hire a brand new full-time position here at Music Therapy Connections. Yeah, and after weeks of kind of going back and forth, not necessarily having a good answer as far as what and when and how it would look, and if it was time, we decided to just go for it, and we put out the call for applicants, and now we are in that process of looking for the right person. So... If you think that you're the right person, first of all, send us an email. Send us your resume. Send us your cover letter. We'd love to hear from you. Um, We have our job posting up on our website, musictherapyconnections.org backslash hiring-mtbc. So go check it out. Let us know if you think that that job is right for you or refer a friend for sure. But we did not always know that we were hiring a full-time position. Not even in the slightest. Nope. Even even two weeks ago when we had our podcast episode out, we were still kind of hemming and hawing. We were back and forth about what really was going to make the most sense for us here because we are a growing business and things change rather quickly. And so our needs kind of fluctuate based on the season, the time of year, and where we are in our season of business as well. So Kind of figuring all of that out and putting it all on paper took a little bit of time for us. I think a lot of music therapy business owners struggle with this question of, is it time to hire an employee? Is it time to grow the team? And how will that look? Because this is a business where 
there are lots of ebbs and flows. Yeah. It's very seasonal. It's We're at the whims of our contract facilities and our clients, and we're never guaranteed that very, very steady, consistent work. Now, we are very lucky to have several of those contracts that are very steady and are growing, but there are a lot of question marks outside of those areas. Right. And I think beyond that, we get caught in this, this almost like trap mm-hmm. of if we don't have the steady work, we can't hire someone, but we also can't go in pursuit of growth and more contracts and more clients unless we have someone to fulfill those needs. Right. And this is kind of the position that we found ourselves in last year, last fall, when we started to have some opportunities come up where we knew that we would need another music therapist in order to take on those opportunities. So I think the big thing we found is that once there are those at least one or two things that look like they're going to be a sure thing and look like they're going to provide that kind of base to grow on, mm-hmm. then that's about the point where we say, okay, let's let's start to really consider this. Let's start to put out some feelers and take the first steps in looking for a new employee. Right. So we had those kind of like solid concrete building blocks, I guess, the foundation of what would be a position. But beyond that, we had to talk about the other pieces. Is this part-time? Is this a full-time position? Is this a contract position? Is this something either of us wants to take on and maybe um, share some of our other workload with somebody else? Those were the next questions we really had to delve into in order in order to make a really solid job description. Yeah, it's those aren't easy questions to answer. No. There are so many different possibilities, so many different moving pieces to each of those factors. And then also looking at our current team and is their workload going to change? Are there are there hours and their availability? Is that something that maybe could fit into their schedules? It's just so much to consider. But yeah, and I think that sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that's the like the first place we start always before we even think about bringing someone else on. We look at our current team and where they're where they're at with their hours, their job structure, and if they want to grow their position or if something would be a better fit for them than what they might be currently doing. So we take a look at, you know, the pros and cons of giving new contracts, new work, new clients, new tasks to our current team and see what kind of comes of that first. And I think another important thing to consider is looking at the strengths of our team, yes, where they most enjoy working, what settings, what populations, and then thinking about, okay, how can we round out our team by bringing on somebody that might fill those gaps or might have interest in serving these other areas where our current therapists aren't necessarily interested in moving into? I think what's really helpful is we already have a pretty decent idea of where their strengths are and their interests as well because we do a weekly supervision meeting with each of our therapists 
And then on top of that, we do yearly reviews with them as well. And then we do monthly team meetings too. So we, we talk to them about these kinds of things on an ongoing basis and check in regularly about kind of where they're standing with their current workload and future goals as well. Right. And we've really opened up those lines of communication so that they feel comfortable coming to us and saying, hey, this is kind of how things have progressed. This is how I'm feeling about this area. I'd really like to do more of this work now. And for us, that's been really helpful because now we have a solid idea of where those gaps are going to be in the future as we grow and as we bring on those new contracts. We have specific documents that we use with each of our team members. And if you want to check those out, we included them in our MTCEO project. So check out that course and all of our subscription content as well, because we share more of those PDFs, those questions, those forms, and things that will help you communicate with your team regarding all of those issues and that will help you ask those deeper questions so you can all be on the same page. Another big question to consider when we're thinking about hiring an employee is <laughs> the toughie. Can we afford to hire another employee? Yes, that is such a hard question. It is a hard question. So if you don't already have an employee, then you might necess not necessarily know that employees are very expensive. Right, and there are some growing pains that come Ooh. along with growing your team and you don't always know exactly what it's going to cost you or what it's going to cost to have that employee when you bring them on and what that means for your profit from the business as the business owner and this goes back to a lot of different base factors we're not just talking about how much you're paying someone versus your direct service cost we're talking about, you know, all of the benefits that you might want to offer somebody and what those will cost, um, any tax-related or financial kind of preparation things. If you're hiring an accountant because you want somebody else to run your payroll or you need to purchase a payroll software, that's an expense associated with um, adding employees to your business, um, buying instruments, buying the supplies that another person in your team might need. I mean, when it was just Rachel and I, we were able to share many fewer instruments and many oh, yeah. fewer supplies. We also needed a smaller space. We didn't need as many investments in technology. So as our team has grown, our needs and our other costs have also grown along with that. So take a look at those other elements. And when you're figuring out not only what you're going to pay someone, figure out those other costs. So then you can figure out how much you need to bring in as far as direct service so that you can pay them and still pay yourself. And that's, that's the important thing. I think you, you just hit the nail right on the head there. You want to be able to continue paying yourself. You are running a business so that you can, yes, provide all these amazing services, but so that you can also be profitable. And when you start to grow your business to the point where you can no longer afford to pay yourselves, and Katie and I have been there, we recorded an entire podcast episode about it. The summer we didn't get paid. That's the one. <laughs> we know, we know just how terrible that feels when you are exerting all of your energy 
and you are helping others support their families, but at the same time, you can't contribute to yours because you haven't allowed for (laughs) factoring in that you need to pay yourself as well. So definitely make that a top consideration when you're trying to decide whether or not you can afford to hire an employee. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Uh But in all seriousness, you need to consider your needs above everything else. If it means that you can't take on new work or you have to put people on a wait list for now because you're not at that point where you can afford to or you have the bandwidth to take on an another person in your business, then then do that. Take that time. Wait. Put people on a wait list. Do your research. Figure out what it's going to take so that you can take care of yourself. One of the hard things that we've found about growing our team and growing our business over the years is that, yes, we've we've been at this point before and we've worked our way through it, but as we've continued to grow and expand, it gets a little bit harder every time we face these challenges because there are just so many more moving pieces. There are so many more things to consider that we, as the business owners, are ultimately responsible for. So if one of your employees is sick or is caring for a sick family member, you have those classes to fill. You have those sessions to lead. It falls on your shoulders. But it's it's not as simple as bringing on an employee, having more work, filling that work, and having somebody provide those services. One of the things to consider, again, when you're thinking about yourself and your role and how involved you want everything to be, is what, what else could you do? What are your other options? Growth doesn't always mean hiring another person to provide services. Sometimes it's taking a look at the stuff that you don't want to be doing. Maybe you don't want to be doing the accounting for your business, the scheduling, the website, the the maintenance of all of the back-end stuff. Maybe you need a virtual assistant. Maybe you need to look into some other automation options. There are there are things that can help you take care of the back end so that you can do more of the service provision. For Rachel and I, we wanted to take care of more of the back end and have people do more of the service providing on the on the front end. So it's it's that balance of figuring out what tasks you want to do versus what it's going to be more beneficial for someone else to do. And I know we've talked about that in previous episodes, and we've talked about that again in the MTCEO project, and we continue to stress that because figuring out what you want is going to help drive your business in the correct direction, and then make it easier when you do get to these these trouble spots to kind of work through them. Because you're going to be in a place where you know you're working toward paying yourself and doing more of what you want. Yeah, Katie and I all of the time sit down and we reassess what are the things that we're doing in our business right now? What are the things that we want to continue doing? What are the things that we're doing right now that we definitely don't want to be doing? And I think that's an important thing for you to be doing 
all the time. Absolutely. Once a month, if not more frequently, because that helps us to kind of keep our eye on the prize as far as hiring, delegating, and figuring out what we really want our business to look like. Because the other thing is, yeah, you can grow your business in a million different ways, but you don't have to. There's no rule that says you have to seek out a specific kind of contract if that's not a good fit for your business. So growing just for the sake of growth isn't necessarily a good game plan. I don't think so. Ever. And I and I think we've been there before. We've talked about that, about trying to make things work and trying to force growth in a way that wasn't right for our business. But I think an important delineation to point out right now is that we're not at that point right now. We're not forcing these opportunities. They are no. coming to us. And that was how we knew that, yeah, this was the time. This is the time. Mm -hmm. This is the time. And, you know, every obstacle, every negative thing that comes up, there's more There's more positives that outweigh any of those negatives, any of those obstacles, any of those issues. So that's, that's a really good indicator that we are in the place where we – need to be hiring someone. Not only because we need that to grow our business in a certain way, but because we want to fulfill needs in our community, because we want to grow our business in this direction, and we think that we're equipped to do so at this point. Right. With every hire that we've made and with every new contract that we've taken on, we've learned so much from that. And <laughs> It's, I mean, it's been a little tough sometimes. We've, we've learned some tough lessons the hard way. Yes. But now we have that knowledge. We have that experience. We have those um, strategies to kind of face those new challenges because we know they're coming. We know that they're on their way. And I, one thing that Katie pointed out this morning is that, yeah, things feel really tough right now, but we have been here enough to know that things get really, really hard before they start clicking and before yes. they start falling into place. And with every big leap that our business has taken in the past almost five years is that we have gotten to a really, really hard place and we've come out of it on the other side to a really, really good place. Anytime we level up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It comes with so many challenges. It does. Yeah. Last time we talked about new level, new devil, and we're feeling that devil on our shoulders right now. But it's also... I think putting the fire under our butts exactly to get some things done. Yeah. And to tackle some stuff that, you know, it might've been there in the background previously, but now we're like, okay, now's the time where we have to hop on it and get this done. You know what it feels like? It feels like we're like facing this giant knot in front of us and we've each got like the end of the thread and we're trying to untangle <laughs> it because that's really how it does feel. Like you start to it, to take on a, a problem or an issue. And as you're untangling it, you just run into all of these other kind of um, roadblocks. And you have to just one by one figure out a solution for each and just kind of go on to the next one. But the deeper you get into it, you know that it connects in the middle. Exactly. That it ends up just being one straight string at the end. And the, the more you work through it, the smaller and smaller and smaller that knot gets. And you can start to see the solutions before you're trying to work at them. Yeah. Yeah. 
So knowing that there is there is a, a straight line somewhere. That gives me so much hope today. Yeah. It's a good visual. <laughs> it really is. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from, but that was great. Yeah, it works. That was really, really great. So I guess the big question I personally have for people before before you look at employment options, before you look at any of the possibilities, there's one big question you should ask, and that is, do you want to be a boss? Is that something you want to do? Because it's not, it's not the right fit for every person. It's not. And I will say, and we've talked about this before, Katie and I have a partnership. We're co-owners of our business, and we each have areas that we excel in and that we enjoy and that are kind of our wheelhouse. And thankfully for us, and the reason that our partnership works so well is that there's not a ton of overlap there. No. We both have very different strengths and we both enjoy different and opposite ends of our business. I mean, we could make it work. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if like Rachel had to leave for a couple weeks, and we, we could, do all the time, we make it work. We make it work. But our strengths are so different and in such different areas that it makes it work so much better. Exactly. And we're very honest with each other about the parts of our business (laughs) that we want to have our hands in and that we want to kind of take the lead on. And from the get-go, I've been very honest with Katie that, that HR and management of employees and our team, that is not my wheelhouse. It's just not, I'm a very like put my head down and do my own work kind of person. Mm -hmm. And Katie, on the other hand, is one of those people that that just thrives on getting the team motivated, handling issues. They feel very comfortable coming to her, and she's just fallen into that role so naturally that she she loves this stuff. I mostly love. This I mean, stuff. mostly there. Obviously, there are parts <laughs> Thanks, of it that Rachel. no one loves. But but what I'm saying <laughs> is that. There has to be somebody. If it's not you, then yeah. then hopefully you have somebody else on your team or you you get to a place where you, you feel better about taking on these challenges because they are challenging. And, and it's things that you learn along the way. But I think yeah. there's almost like an innate skill set in it. Yes. And you have to be able to talk to people. You have to be willing to address issues because they are going to come up. And you have to have this mindset around building strategy and policies for people and keeping them accountable too. And so if those aren't things that you feel like you can do, maybe taking on employees isn't for you unless you have another team member who can take on some of that. Yeah, it's it's a different place to be, especially if you've been a solo business owner, a solopreneur, a contractor, just kind of doing your thing and staying in your own lane, then to all of a sudden have to deal with lots of issues that come up, providing supervision and providing that guidance in all kinds of different areas in different settings and populations than maybe you're used to providing services in. It's a lot to take in and it's a lot to manage, even just with one employee. Absolutely. Providing services versus providing supervision and critical feedback for somebody else, 
is such a different ballpark. Oh, it's a different animal altogether. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that really helped us there was doing an internship. I was just thinking, okay, that's that was the saving grace for me. Mm-hmm. I know it was because obviously there's so much on the line with an intern. Like you're right. kind of shaping their entrance into the professional world and they right. have so much to learn. But it's it's almost as though you're kind of walking that with them as opposed to like letting your employee fly off into the world but then having to give them guidance kind of from afar. It's That was for me so, so helpful as we transitioned into taking on employees. Absolutely. And, you know, an internship was only six months. Mm -hmm. And so we knew this is something we would definitely do. We were going to expand our business in some way, but we had not brought on another music therapist onto our team yet. And so having an intern and building their caseload as they went through it and working on our leadership skills and building them and, you know, dealing with what they needed from us too. And, and being able to hear those things and work with, work with someone on, you know, developing the skills that they needed was such a good step for us. It was even the interpersonal issues of finding that balance between, okay, am I this person's mentor? Am I this person's friend? Am I, a trusted advisor. I mean, yes, all of the above are true, but it's a tricky thing to navigate. Mm-hmm. And with employees, that gets even trickier because now you're dealing with financial issues. You're dealing with maybe having to deal with some disciplinary issues and all of those things that nobody feels super comfortable dealing with, but you have to do it. Yeah. There, there are difficult conversations you will never want to have, Mm-mm. but... The difficult conversations are how you make progress and they're how you move forward. They're how you make change and people grow. And they're how you improve your business and your methods of handling those things when they come up again in the future. Right. It's all, it's all learning. Every Mm -hmm. step of the way is. And it's on the job learning. Yes. It's not something you can prepare in advance. It's not something you can study for. Now, the back end of things, knowing the difference between hiring an employee and having a contractor and the tax things you need to do and get set up, those are all things that you can learn and that you can read and that you can make sure you have in place. But it's all of the rest of it that Katie was explaining that you just have to learn through experience. I think that's like so many other big things in life, yeah. whether it be marriage or children or dogs <laughs> or whatever. You can prep all you want, but once you get in it, there's so many other things that you just learn along the way mm-hmm. and you figure it out as you go because that's what you do as a CEO. Yeah. So this month, this is something that's obviously on the forefront of our minds and so we'll be talking more about it. And we'll also be sharing some resources for our MT CEO subscribers. So we have kind of put together some of the questions, some of the lessons that we've learned and that we think will be really helpful for other music therapy business owners 
as they navigate these waters. So as Katie mentioned earlier, make sure that you check out our MTCEO project. It's on our website, creativebusinessbreakdown.com. And also, if you are interested in checking out our music therapy position here at Music Therapy Connections, go check that out as well. And we'll put a link to it in our show notes on the website. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Creative Business Breakdown Podcast. For more episodes and more from us, you can check out our website, creativebusinessbreakdown.com. You can also follow along on Instagram and Facebook at Creative Business Breakdown.